if somebody picks their nose <laughs> while slipping into my clothes, I'm not going to love them more. It's January 3rd, 2024, and this is Rare Encounter, encounter number 173, and playing with the Jets, I'm Abel Kirby. And racing cops for a burrito, I'm Cold Acid. Ah, it's a new year. It is. Welcome to 2024. 2024 just started right now. Uh, Or or should I say, should I say 2016 season three? Yes. Also, XFL part two, season two, <laughs> part three, season two, something like that. They're something uh, like that. Yeah, I'm I'm very psyched for this. They're going to start playing sometime soon, but they uh, there's been changes in the XFL. They've merged with another kind of minor football league, spring league, and uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work yet. So I'm still waiting for the triple X, triple XFL. Thank you very much. <laughs> They've got this field goal rule. It's unspeakable. <laughs> you you the only people who play uh are the girls from nantucket and they'll do anything as long as it rhymes okay uh, nice let's see um i've got all kinds of stuff i mean i put a christmas message up i couldn't get a, a true phone show done uh i was driving a lot i drove through all of upstate new york uh probably whizzed by a couple <laughs> couple people i think serpent's in the the chat he's from that area right probably i'm not sure where serpent's from yeah where are uh, you from serpent yeah the bottom line was i was doing a lot of traveling i was on the road spent some time like i said in connecticut and uh it's pretty pretty decent drive up until that last stretch somewhere in the middle of uh must have been in pennsylvania everything just slowed way down but it's been uh a great holiday for me i'm glad to be back Back in the saddle. Oh, welcome back. Yeah. How about you? What'd you do? Uh, so I had I had a uh, last minute family get together with relatives that I hadn't seen in over a year. Okay. So that's that was my Wednesday last week. Cool. But apart from that, like uh, I've just been I've been like sleeping till like four in the afternoon because I've had last week and this week off. Hmm. Yeah, okay, I, maybe not, maybe not that late most days, but some days I did sleep in that late. I, I did have kind of a hibernation mode in the middle where I was sleeping in, I, I won't say till four, but I was doing pretty, pretty close to noon on many days. I did noon once or twice, but uh, on the, on the days when I had nothing to do, but that was sort of the lead up to traveling and, uh, and just being so sick and tired of it all. So. Oh, well, apparently Serpent's yeah. from uh, at least the uh, Corning area is what he says. I hope so he, he said it he, in public. He so. knows his glass, I yeah. wonder. Well, I drove by Corning, so I presume it was somewhat nearby. Yeah, the Corning Glass Company is what always comes to mind when I hear Corning. Same here. Yeah. There's a couple interesting things up there. There's some um, uh, universities and things, or including a polytechnic institute of a certain kind, which uh, it's some friends who went to. Let's see, in the rundown for the show, I've got some XL, XL news, uh, some clips for that. I got the Ghana singing world record potato news, um, there's some other random bits to talk about, including this stupid Indian video, <laughs> or yeah, parody all, video. All of this is more interesting than me driving by a police raid. Ah, uh, wait a minute, 
No, it's not. You drove by a police raid. Did you see on patrol? Are people getting on patrolled live? No, what I saw what I saw was like tack officers like crossing the street and going up to like all the entrances of this house on the same street where I go for my burrito. Okay. And what happened? Did they shoot anyone? I don't know. I didn't hear any shots while I was in the burrito place. Jeez. Okay. And there was one less there was one less police SUV when I was driving back with my burrito towards home. No, oh, did you speed as soon as you got out of there? No. Ugh. Man. I wasn't actually racing them for a burrito. I didn't want to get involved with whatever the situation was at that house. I'm guessing I'm guessing it's a drug house. And there were there were also a couple of plainclothes officers who were walking up behind. So I guess with a warrant or to like, you know, investigate the place if nobody's home. Hmm. What about helicopters? Any helicopters? No, not at that not at that time, but I did hear a helicopter about uh an hour or so ago just flying around the neighborhood. Uh-oh. Yeah, they're the police helicopters are pretty loud. You can hear them in the basement. <laughs> oh, I heard a bottle pop. Jarritos. Si, señor. Si, señor. The jarritos. What flavor is it? Fruit punch. Fruit punch. Nice. Uh, I actually don't have anything. I have a uh, a bottle top, but not even the bottle it came with. Oh, geez. Well, uh, that sucks. Yeah, that's fine. I'll survive somehow. Let's see. I hope so. I was going to make a joke about the, your burrito place. There was one in Colorado called Illegal Pete's. That's pretty famous. It's right in Denver, um, right on the uh, uh, the mall there, the, that main drag, 16th Street Mall. And they had a controversy over it. There were people trying to sue to change the name because they said, no, humans, illegal. You can't call your burrito restaurant illegal pizza. And it's just the absolute, oh, you know, like worst of, um, you know, Colorado. Fucking, like the people fucking SJW bullshit. When yeah. South Park makes fun of like the local local idiots who think they're doing something like that. That's the kind of person they're making fun of, you know, in Colorado. So. It's uh, true to form, I suppose. But yeah, when you said there was a, a police raid on the burrito shop, that's what came to mind. Or the, the house near it. Illegal Pete's getting yeah. away. <laughs> Man. So bird shit on my car today. Well, I mean, it's a car. There's birds around. What do you expect? They only shit on they my car. Aim for, they aim for cars, man. They fucking birds they aim for my car because it's the only they, one with they aren't crap. even real and yet they keep like shitting on uh shitting on our vehicles yeah they're not gonna be real when i'm done with them these fucking birds shat all over my car it's covered with little like fucking just paint just paint it white now might as well well paint it <laughs> no it's it's the gross kind it's the um it's got little oh seeds it's a, and like stuff fucking it. yellowish green color yeah it's disgusting oh Ugh. yeah that's horrible so I don't know what's wrong with these birds, but they've got to go. Birds. They're uh, assholes. They're assholes. Absolutely. Let's see. Um, I had a interesting, interesting thing I learned about. Did you know that there is an esports um, version of Microsoft Excel that ESPN was airing? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm supposed that you didn't know hold that. The, hold the fucking shit on. How do you fucking turn a spreadsheet into esports? So it's a 
esports style competition using Microsoft Excel. And I, before you get too crazy, I believe one of our acquaintances, Metis, was actually a AutoCAD competitive uh, uh, performer once. I don't know what you call it, drawer, <laughs> but competitive uh, drafter, maybe is the right word. But uh, they they did something like this for Excel, and it's all esported up. I have a an Ars Technica, Ar Technica article that shows some of the uh, some of the graphics from the show where they have the contestants. I just and it's opened all retro this bullshit. article, and I just opened this Corgi Racing as well. <laughs> it's stupid. Now that that makes more sense than than Excel esports. Okay, <laughs> racing corgis makes more sense because <laughs> at least it's like. At least it's like, you know, they're they're dogs and dogs run, right? Man, I tried to go to a corgi picnic last year. We were yeah, driving and... around. So on the highway, um, we're just tooling around. Look out the window and there's a sign on one of these exits. It says exit corgi picnic. And it has a an arrow pointing on the off ramp. And so we turned down it. And we're like looking, looking left, looking right, trying to find the corgi picnic. There's a big mob down uh, in some soccer field. It turns out it was a soccer game. And so we went driving all around trying to get get to the corgi picnic because it just seemed like the thing to do. Right. It, it was important enough to have a sign on the highway for it. But it was uh, not in evidence. No corgis appeared. So. That's, that uh, sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry to, to tell a disappointing story. But even more disappointing in my story was the uh, coverage of this XL uh, tournament. And I was listening to a Australian ABC, as opposed to the American ABC podcast, that uh, occasionally has interesting topics. It's called RN Drive. Um, and they do... Well, it's essentially NPR-type topics. Usually they're Australian political news, but they do global events and things. And it's kind of fun to hear them report on American events. But in this case, they were just doing a throwaway bit about this XL world champ. And they interviewed the guy who's the world champion. And, uh, you know, there's something about the interview that really bugged me. I, I'd like to play some clips to start and uh we'll we'll see if you could pick out what bugged me about it can you just clarify for me what is the excel world championship we're talking about spreadsheets aren't we yeah sure so yeah it is the spreadsheet uh software microsoft excel um so you might wonder like how does that become like a, a championship or a competition uh basically we do problem solving uh using excel um so like might be some mathematical problems or um they've, they've also made some like card games or board games into a problem that can be solved using excel um so then yeah we go okay, and solve so it i know what um, your first i know intense. what your first complaint is okay already uh the sound quality Oh, that actually wasn't it. It is kind of oh. grungy, but that wasn't it. Nope. He's he's still he's okay. describing what's going on. It's because uh, it's just half an hour per case. So time kind of ticks pretty quickly. And um, like you said, just then, you know, people will get eliminated and, you know, the scores kind of, um, you know, you overtake people um, throughout the whole you know, half hour. So. Yeah, it is. It can be quite exciting to watch the scores go up and down. I, for one, don't need to be convinced about the power of Excel. I have Excel spreadsheets for everything in my life. My wife even has an Excel spreadsheet for Christmas uh, cooking and the planning that goes into it. Is there any life problem that Excel can't solve? 
All right, cold acid, detective yes, cold acid. There is a there is one life problem that Excel can't solve. You know what it is? Getting a girlfriend. Ah, no Excel girlfriends. There's no function for that. <laughs> I'm gonna excel my way into a love life. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't it. It was this guy's need, the host's need to he's talking to the excel world champion and he starts talking about how his wife makes spreadsheets oh i know what a spreadsheet is and he starts telling these fucking stories about every stupid spreadsheet that he's ever yeah, made fuck it, yeah fucking uh, fucking talking head the story isn't about you it's about this dude you're talking to and he's the world championship it's like you're gonna interview um so, uh, you know, a basketball star, Steph Curry or something. And you and you say, oh, and you start talking about how you play hoops and your wife is uh, could shot a three-pointer once. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so he's talking about Excel. Also, he doesn't get what Excel is. Like, he keeps talking about making things like lists with it. Like, listen to this. Another Excel spreadsheet I have is everything I need to take when I go camping. I've got different tabs for whether it's just me or just with one child or with two children. So... You're talking to the converted right here. How did you get so good at Excel? Yes, how did you get so good at Excel? Do you know how to use uh, tabs like I do to make lists? Because that's what Excel is to even, this guy. They're not even they're not even properly called tabs. They're called worksheets. They are called worksheets. Ah. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Oh, man. But through the whole interview, he has just this utmost contempt for the... For the for the guest. It's terrible. Like, just listen to it. How did you prepare for this championship? Is there sort of a finger dexterity kind of element? Is it making sure you've got the latest version? Uh, what do you do to prepare? Yeah, it's like, what fucking question is that? Do you get the latest version of Excel to prepare? These days, all you have is the latest version. What with everything being uh, Office or Microsoft 365 or ever what they want to fucking call it this week. At least the like the question about his micro. Do you work on your micro, man? That you could almost take that as a legitimate like esports thing. But he had no idea what he was doing. He's he's just. Oh, hold on, hold on. I mean, like, yeah, I'll call things micros still because when I got into computers. That's that's what there were. There were micros, there were mini computers, and there were mainframes, right? Back at back in the day when like people had eight bit systems <laughs> in their houses, right? And that's the microcomputers. Yeah, get Micro your compute magazine here, right? Microcomputers. Like, but like these days, you don't you don't call it that. They're just they're just PCs, right? It's, or it's, Macs. It's all in the one box. Microcomputers. No, I'm talking about micro, like StarCraft. That's what I was going. Serpent. Oh, uh, you mean macro? No, micro. I'm working on my micro. No, you don't watch esports. You don't know what I'm talking about. Listen to this I don't guy. Know what you're fucking. No, I, I'm not in. I'm. I'm not interested in esports. Listen. I'd rather be. I'd rather be. I'd rather be playing the game than watching somebody else. No, just listen to the contempt in this fucking guy's voice. Then, that, yeah, that also gave me a, a nice trip. Oh yeah, this is the interviewee again. He's gonna lead in, and then just listen to the last thing the uh, the host says. Then that yeah, that also gave me a, a nice trophy and a champion belt. So a belt, um, yeah, a pretty, like, like a one. boxing yeah. belt or. <laughs> Oh, like a real sports trophy. Wrestling belt. Amazing. Yeah, I like those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, holy fuck, gonna... yeah. He's he's like... 
He's so condescending. And it's not like it's not like that looking down your nose sort of contempt. It's the it's the sarcasm contempt. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> Where are you going to put that? Is, is that going to be above your desk at, at work or? You stupid you're nerd! Fear into yeah. any fellow okay. actress's hearts when they see this. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, I want to give this fucker a virus. <laughs> I mean, you can give him a fucking Excel macro virus. <laughs> Stick that in your spreadsheets, fucker. Microsoft says this spreadsheet is untrusted. Click here to enable macros. <laughs> Click here to enable macros. Working on my micro. That's the sound of my keyboard because I don't want to press my keys on the show. <laughs> oh, shoot. I hope I'm not doing something bad. All right, we fixed it. I accidentally clicked the rate change uh button in uh, my recording software and it made me record myself at a, a lower rate which means the playback sounds faster but anyway that's fixed sorry about that folks i, I was working on my micro <laughs> okay all right yeah. so so where so where are we where are we cutting in at right now we're back we're live i already started recording um i got a new topic I got, I got topics, too. Don't forget, I got topics. Okay. Uh, mine is clips, though. You want to get all the clips out at the beginning? Yeah, sure. All right. This is another clips topic. This is one I teased last episode. It's the Ghana singing world record, where this lady is was and did attempt to sing. Uh, the world record was previously 119 hours and 57 minutes, so it's 120 hours in a row like just singing, singing songs. And uh, the Guinness Book of World Records was in country, uh, in Ghana, and filmed it, and they're evaluating the evidence right now, but it sounds like that she got it, according to this early reporting. Yeah, maybe um, she's got it. E-Turbo News. Oh, I actually have a clip of a news report I thought would be fun to play on the show. Um, let me make sure I can actually hit my play out before i do that so i have some local news from ghana discuss discussing the uh the record-breaking attempt uh here we go Mamunu B ain't like a video not subscribe to your channel for latest updates i was here finally finally yeah me about a fear as and to what or the new my dear no alcohol yeah yeah i saw the about yeah yeah are you getting this yeah almost bare five days and yet today all right that was the local report that's the uh amazing tv ghana uh report on the situation so did you get all that because no, i couldn't understand, I didn't understand it. a single word of it i i thought there was going to be a clippable um clippable story behind that link that i clicked on and and as soon as it started playing i was saying what the fuck is this god say i couldn't understand a word I, I i just wanted to share that bewilderment with you but i did get some clips of uh her actual singing um so that's good afusa asantawa also aduam aduanam from Accra commenced her singathon on christmas eve and it concluded friday december 29 and she's trying to, again, surpass this guy, these Irish chef Alan Fisher's existing world record of 119 hours and 57 minutes, according to this uh, E-Turbo News article. Um, apparently, she did 126 hours and 52 minutes. 
which beats it by uh, quite a few hours there. Uh, yeah, here's, it's, uh... <clears throat> I got a couple clips of her singing. Uh, this is one from 13 hours in, okay? So this is only after singing 13 hours in a row. When you forget yourself and you pick your nose Let flies fall asleep in your clothes Makes me love you more Okay, and that's I, I can tell you I can tell you this. If somebody if somebody picks their nose <laughs> while slipping into my clothes, I'm not going to love them more. <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. Um do you wanna hear what she sounded like on day four? Sure. This is it. Four days of singing in a row. That's pretty rough, dude. Yeah. Just put... She's putting in the work, though, so. She sounds half asleep as well. <laughs> I think she's been up for four days. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. It's just amazing. But that's a uh, feat of human... Uh, endurance endurance thank you so they are currently actually trying to break a cooking marathon in ghana too so i guess the guinness um film team they left the singathon that's over and now they're filming a someone trying to cook for a ridiculously long period of time just just cooking meals over and over and over i wonder i, I wonder if that record is also held by that irish chef <laughs> it could be an endurance record but anyway that lady who was singing i guess is the um the tourism ambassador to ghana and she was just appointed and so now she's doing stunts of to ghana or of ghana and uh is doing stunts like this to uh attract the international tourists which i think is fun it actually seems yeah, like same, it's fun it it is a fun way of doing things they had I a think. I guess she collapsed once or almost collapsed once and the video of it it's like there's an Indian guy who comes in and she he's like waving to her and uh I don't know what the significance of that was, but that's how they framed it in the news article. There's an Indian guy showed up and then she collapsed. It it may be just them reciting a sequence of events. I'm not sure what the the uh the meaning of that is. Maybe but. it has something to do with that video that you sh that you sent me earlier. Oh, uh, the cooking parody. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of that? That was uh, that was pretty nuts. <laughs> I've never actually seen any of the any of the actual like uh, street food vendor videos from India, so I wasn't aware at first that it was parodying something. But it was it was obviously something staged, and it was just so ridiculous <laughs> that I couldn't help but enjoy it. No, it's these. These uh, two white guys basically pretending to be they, they they adopt the mannerisms of certain Indian street vendors that that uh, are documented on YouTube where they're like chopping stuff up, mixing stuff together where they just look very bored and they're looking staring off into space <laughs> and then just doing these ridiculous things with the wrong tools. And so these guys take it to the level of parody where he's like, yeah, like, like chopping a head of lettuce with a fucking fire axe. <laughs> 
<laughs> or um, my favorite thing is is the flipping of the pans. Like everything has a flourish on it. So he brings out the pan. Yeah. And he can't just put it on the table. He has to flip it around first. Spin it. <laughs> so yeah. Or and, and um, he has to dump a bottle into a bucket. And he's like he's not looking at what he's doing, swirling it around to make a whirlpool. It's just it's hilarious to watch, but. Um, I thought it was a, an immaculate parody. It's sat. It's just great satire. So I'm glad yeah, you enjoyed it. It was. It was like at first I was like, "What the fuck?" And by the <laughs> end of it, it's like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh boy! All right, what do you got for stories? Oh man, did you know that there is a wiki collecting different styles and aesthetics? What? A wiki? Yes. Yes. There is the aesthetics wiki on fandom. Now, I hate fandom. I hate fandom with a passion, but there are some things that you can only find on there because some people are are cucked enough that they will go and use it itself instead of setting up their own wikis somewhere and then the uh the assholes at fandom like stealing everything to put on their own version of it. Yes. I've heard this story before. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I found out about this a while ago because there was a link on Hacker News to a particular uh, aesthetic that they list on there uh, about uh, about the called Frutiger Arrow. Okay. Is this arrow as an eroticism? No, this as in, as in like the arrow glass style of like Windows Vista. Okay, all right, got it. And the Frutiger, of course, coming from Adrian Frutiger, the uh, the the font creator. And from there, I went like all these different like subgenres and stuff, and how they're all connected. So things like C Punk show up and Nostalgia Core and Nintendore. What's C Punk? C Punk is apparently something that uh, is it like a music and visual art genre? It's like uh, C plus plus or something. No, as in like dolphins and oh, beach scenes and shit. I see. Sea song, sea shanties. Different seat. Yeah, which led into things like Vaporwave and Witch House. Yes. Cripple Punk. Then, then I found out there is actually an <laughs> online research institute for aesthetics called CARI, the Consumer Aesthetics Research Institute. Okay. And their purpose is developing a visual lexicon of consumer ephemera from the 70s onwards. Okay. So it's like there there is a lot there's a lot going into like all this like weird art shit and like meme styles. Okay. Like serious serious research is going on, it feels like. Well, I just clicked on Cripple Punk, also known as C Punk. Yeah. And it's some dude in a wheelchair doing a wheelie. I also see Weird Core. Weird Core is uh the example image is a sparkly animated picture of a guy holding two rats. <laughs> it's pretty <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> That's pretty. All right. Checks out weird core. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, vaporwave. I've heard of these goblin core. Well, I mean, I, 
dollar store vernacular. Yeah, what's that? Uh, on uh, on the Carry website. Okay. The perennial ecosystem of cheap or outsider design. Designs found at dollar stores, knockoff products. Example, designs by those outside of the design ecosystem. Sometimes these things include... Sometimes these include things like flyers made for a school event with word art, graphics for spammy internet sites and ads at personal websites. Hmm. Skank wave. Oh man, I could be about some skank wave. That's dirty. <laughs> skank wave. It's got like Microsoft Paint in the background, but it's all skanky. Yeah, my favorite is is Y2K. <laughs> Perp pleasure. God, this is terrible. I don't see Y2K. It's, take me. Did you link it? No, I didn't link it. Oh, I see. Aesthetics. I want to see which one. You said that's your favorite, so I want to see what it is. Um, I'm not there yet. This, okay, Skank. Welcome back to the 1990s. Skank it's Wave? It's like Windows 95, <laughs> 98 sort of look. Can I point out that Skank Wave, as an example, just has a picture of just a Nintendo Wii. It's just a Wii. Like a marketing image. <laughs> Apparently that's Skank Wave. Okay. Wow. All right. Y2K Aesthetics. I want to see Cold Acid's favorite. Disclaimer, this page has become an overview of all... Okay, I don't care. Um, I just want to see some pictures, dog. Show me some freaking pictures. It looks like Vaporwave. There's N definitely... Oh. There's... Oh, the pictures look like they're taken with an early generation digital camera. Or they're scanned yeah, from a magazine. Nice. And they've look, they've got, I'll get that kind of warm look to it when you have like a CCD um, that's really noisy on, yep. you know, all those early cameras and they all end up looking a little orange or green, like extra saturated. Nice. Yeah, they look that way and they're and they're kind of grainy because it's a cheap uh, early CCD that only does like 640 by 480. Mm -hmm. cool. I had a bunch of pictures like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Carbolane says she identifies with something. Summertime jazz, Lisa Marie. Interesting. Cool. No, I like this collection of styles. It's pretty, uh, I, I'm a... It's pretty neat, yeah. Not quite sure that the, uh, of the, of the total value of this collection, but I like that the, some of the stuff in it's interesting. Isocore. What's an isocore? Is that what Cotton Gin does? Could Iso be. Isocore is an internet aesthetic born from... The union of low quality bug photography and whimsical te text on or doodles. So it's not exactly a wiki walk, but I can get from uh, I can get from Y two K to uh, to the uh, national anthem of the internet in only a couple steps. Okay, do you want to share what the national so anthem of from, the internet is? From, yeah, so you go from Y two K to synthwave. Okay. From Synthwave, you go to Italo Disco. Oh, I'm not there yet. I'm still clicking. Wait a minute. So I'm on Y2K, and how do I get the Synthwave? Yeah. Oh, I see it. Synthwave, got it. It's in the it. related aesthetics. Okay, I'm on Synthwave. Yeah. From there, you can go to Italo Disco. Italo Disco. Okay. Yeah. Italo and Disco. And that's the particular music genre uh, that Chatelet falls under. Chatelet? Well, I don't see a link yeah. to Chatelet, though. No, it's not. It's not listed there. But Chatelet is in the Italo disco uh, music genre. Yeah, I, I'm aware of the song. 
Um, isn't a wiki walk when you have to get to the actual page? I though? said it's not. It's not exactly a wiki walk. A wiki walk. But I can go. I can go from one to the other in just a couple steps. Is what I said. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I can put a little Chatelet on if that's what we want to hear. It is the national. Would you call it the anthem of the internet? The national anthem of the internet. The national anthem of the internet. Uh, YouTube source. Thank you. Ba da da ba 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 ba. See if it actually plays. Play out. Hey, there we go. Play out works. Yay! Italo disco is a music subgenre that formed in Italy during the 70s and 80s. It spawned from the evolutions of electronic dance music in the Western world, taking influence from pop, electronic, and dance, as well as other subgenres such as high NRG, <laughs> that's cute, Eurobeat, and space disco. Italo disco is sonically and aesthetically retro, as it does take from disco. Cool. And nice. you can even like start discoing to that just at slow speed. Mm. And then of course we all we all know we all know Eurobeat from Initial D. We do. That's those songs are forever in my head. I will always think of, you know, Speedy Speed Boy and some of this shit when I'm driving around. So you you <laughs> something that something that came across my plate uh recently Ew, on, that's disgusting. on youtube was i was just going for i was just going for like after going through a whole bunch of like the uh ai sing so, the ai sung songs right like you know where you've got like where you've got like squidward singing like fucking lincoln park and shit like that right and then i felt like i want to listen to some to some euro dance and and what came up but Der Fuhrer singing Gas, Gas, Gas. Okay. I'm like, wow, that is so wrong on so many levels. Jeez. I don't have any of those handy or I'd play, uh, play some examples. I know they're famous enough. Our audience would have likely heard them, even if they're not familiar with the names of them. Yeah, but I mean, all they have to do is look for Austrian painter on YouTube and <laughs> you'll, fi you'll find you'll find these... Uh, You'll find these AI songs. Oh, Lord. Are there any other highlights from Austrian Painter? Uh, not to, not to my recollection. Okay. That was the only one that, that I actually saw and was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I've heard some of those. They're um, interesting. You, you did a pre-show one day that you just played a bunch of this stuff. It was like people singing Frank or Frank Sinatra singing modern songs. Or, yeah, Frank Sinatra singing uh, Cruel Angel's Thesis. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> hey, they did Cruel Angel's Thesis on Fish Tank. I don't know if you're involved in this in any way, but I've been watching some Fish Tank, that uh, Fish Tank Live reality show. And one of the characters on it is, or one of the guys on it's actually Japanese, and they keep the text-to-speech guys early on kept asking him to sing the theme song from Evangelion. Also, his name Shinji, which is which is fun on its own level. And then I think after a couple of drinks, he just did, and he like belts it out. It's nice. pretty awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, I got Australian or Austrian painter sings "Gas, Gas, Gas." It just sounds like it's instrumental. Yeah. 
Well, that's because there is a bunch of instrumental first. Yeah, it just sounds like he's a screaming guy. It's not identifiable. Yeah. Now, now, one of the neat things with this sort of technology is that uh, with with enough with enough training material for a voice, it does a really good job. And so something something I forget where I forget where I saw, and I should have saved the link to it. But there was a there was a video where for, uh, where they took like a train trained voices. I think yeah, that's what it was. It was uh, it was when Jotaro and Dio were about to to face off. In uh, in Stardust Crusaders, the the recent adaptation, the the David uh, production uh, JoJo adaptation, right? And they took they took the voice like they trained models on the voice actors for Jotaro and Dio, and then did a English dub using those voice models. And so instead of having like the difference of voices that you get when it's like a regular sort of dub with different voice actors, right. Who rarely, if ever actually line up even close to the original voice actors in terms of their voices. This is like, yeah, it was, it was them, the voices, the Japanese voices, but in like fluent English. And not only that, they made sure that Dio had an English accent when they did this. AI voice technology is really fucking getting ahead. And who knows, in the future, we might be so fortunate as to have good anime dubs because instead of like the bottom of the barrel voice actors who are getting paid a pittance doing like a phone in job, it'll be like the actual, it'll be the actual Japanese voice actors or models of their voices. Uh, with the same sort of like inflections and everything, but in English. So you capture the same performance, the same performance into, you know, and then transform it to a new language instead of re-recording it. Yeah. Cool. Essentially. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in now, favor of Now, of course, of there's stuff. other, there's, there's going to be, there's other issues. And that brings me into one of the other topics, which is something... Uh, well, you're going to have to wait until episode 133 of Dad's Anime Podcast comes out. But I was, I was, I'm on that episode. I was, uh, we recorded it last night. And so me, Dad, Cool Boy Mew, Full Metal, we nice. were talking about, uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, certain issues around localization and, well, it start. It starts with this. It starts with this green text post from uh, 4chan, which is probably, which is probably like almost entirely bullshit. But apparently, there is uh, there is something going on. the The people in Japan are finally like realizing just what sort of bullshit is going on with the localizations for the Western world, and starting to get angry about it. Uh, there is some, uh, Asmund Gold, I think his name is some, uh, some YouTuber uh, did a video about, about like the sort of way that these localizers are purposely fucking things up because they, they don't like the source material or 
they want to put their own shit in there. And apparently some Japanese uh, uh, otaku saw these. Okay, uh, Carblane says is Twitch, not YouTube. Anyway, the Japanese gamers and anime fans started seeing this and they're spreading it around. There is a YouTube video I saw earlier uh, by like a Japanese VTuber that was covering what Gold was saying in his video. And like, I didn't understand what was actually being said in Japanese, but uh, because I don't speak Japanese, right? But you could tell by like the, the inflection in the VTuber's voice and everything like, it's not happy about this, about this bullshit going on. And so finally, finally the word is getting out and they might actually be starting to care and so all these trannylators might soon be serving my <laughs> coffee instead of uh, ruining games and anime. Oh, boy. I want to know, did Carl Masick come up? How many times did Carl Masick come up last night? Zero. Zero, okay. All right, well. But I mean, even, even Masick is better than these fucking trannylators because he wasn't doing it for politics. He was like, hey, these, these shows... Uh, I can turn this into something pretty neat. And I mean, I mean, like, yeah, Robotech is an abomination when you look <laughs> at it versus the original material. But when you don't have an idea of the original source material, it's still made for something interesting, fun to watch. Uh, right. Until you find out that, yeah, no, this is the reason why in fan anime fandom, we have the term massacre. Yes. There was right? also a version of Nausicaa. It was Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind that was before before it was bought by I can't remember who was Disney, who owns it now, but it was they did an absolutely terrible dub on it and edit. And uh, I've always wanted to see the butchered version of it. I've never been able to to track down a copy, but. Um, can't wait to hear that. 113 on Dad's Anime Podcast. One uh, 133. Ah, there you go. It should be it should be out on Saturday. Um, let me run down the rest of the podcast while we're talking about podcasts. Uh Hog Story with John and Carolyn had their episode 384. Arenos. Um they behind the schemes guys. That's uh 183 with Boobery and Lava Lavish. Lavash. Uh, they did the day the English discovered stout satin stockings. Wow, what an episode! There were there were a good number of possible titles for that uh, for that episode. The day the that, English that was, discovered satin stockings. If you haven't listened, if you haven't listened to BTS one eighty three yet, go do so. That was really fun. Okay, angry tech news. With Ryan Bemrose, had a new episode today, I believe. Um, episode 80, Artist Proxy. I gotta listen to that. And then Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer, episode 291, Playing Selfless Music. I obviously did not hear that episode because, I mean, we were recording uh, Dad's Anime podcast at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a boost from Lorian for um, back on Christmas. Um, that, that album I did with Spencer, uh, one of the songs is a Christmas song and we were talking a lot about what we should, we should put on the album. And I remember we, we settled at some point, I don't remember whose idea it was, but we said, we're going to do a Christmas song. And, uh, we ended, ended up having one on there. 
So we got to, uh, I got a boost for that coming in through the boostograms. We also got a extra boostogram. I'm sorry, I'm just loading the wrong IP. I'm trying to stall for a second while it loads, and I just realized the IP address of my bookmark is wrong, which is why it's not loading. But, um... We didn't get a boostogram. We did get some stream sats for your Christmas message. Yeah, we got a boostogram from before that, though. And I'm trying to get it pulled up because I didn't copy it into my notes. Oh, because I, I didn't get it. Um, 3,333 sats from NetNed. Mary... No, we read that one out. Merry Potato Miss, we read that one out. No, that was... we. I don't think we could have. It was a week ago. Maybe it was a no, week. That was, Maybe on, it was... that was on the 20th. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Merry potato, Miss Ned. Ned, Ned, Ned I <laughs> we like even him. Ga- we even gave him executive producer credit for the episode. That's weird. It's showing as being last week, not the week before for me. But okay. Yeah, um, I'm looking at it right here in LB. Okay. All right. No boostograms then. It came through even before we finished recording the episode. Interesting. Um,. See, I got a throwaway bit. We did this last year. I thought it might be fun to to bring it back around. Uh, Every year, Ohio publishes the list of rejected license plates from the year before. And so we have the 2023 rejected license plates list. And that was the link we were talking about before we started. The article I had died. Now we have have to deal with the USA Today site. Awful website. But uh, it has the, the list published on it. And it's a very long list. We can't possibly read the whole thing. But uh, I thought it was fun scrolling through this morning trying to find uh, interesting ones. They had Vibrator. I like that V-I-B-3-R-8-R. Those threes for (laughs) E's, man. You know what's up. Threes for E's? Only the coolest guys have threes for E's. It's K-Rad, I tell you. Yeah. There's a lot of MILF. Got MILF 42 done. Uh, Ass Man, Classic rejected though huge ass also rejected snacks for ass yep there was one that that caught my eye i'm gonna send it to the the back channel to you on irc that was rejected oh no <laughs> i, what I can it? understand that one being rejected what's it say fap, for, fap to trap fap to trap that's right <laughs> dookie pussy all kinds of stuff oh fucks oh fucks yeah rejected Should be twice. zero fucks Fuzz nuts. Fuzz nuts, absolutely. I'd like one of those. Ass and gas. <laughs> Dirty like ho. Tall ho. I like tall ho. That's good. Yeah. Uh, um, milf king. <laughs> I want to be the milf king. We've got... What was like going to F your boy or something like that? I <laughs> uh, can't find it now. Sober as fuck. Sober AF. Yep. <laughs> There's that one's on there every year, I think. Uh, little pee pee, okay. <laughs> Joe ho, lady poo, bitch dust. I love these. Very creative. Today's some of them. I I really think Ohio should let through. They're they're not. Um, There's plausible, uh, plausible non obscene uh, meanings behind them, and so uh, I don't think they should be that. Uptight, Ohio. Yeah, and, they should allow through fuck cancer. Yeah, it. you know, DeWine is kind of a shitty governor, so I, I think that's what's holding it back. That's my suspicion. If you had better leadership, maybe uh, we could get stuff. No, like- it's 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 rarely ever a leadership thing. These things, these things are like looked at by like low level bureaucrats who have 
nothing better to do with their lives than make other people miserable. Someone should run on the Vanity Plate uh, uh, campaign platform. Oh, fuckers! They rejected Ligma! Yes, they rejected Ligma. They rejected Isis. They rejected um, Twat Waffle. <laughs> <laughs> Pimp 22. Yep. Very cool. Comer. Oh, come on. That's an actual name. Yep. Um, There's a street in Toronto called Old Comer Avenue. <laughs> Euro ass. I like that. I gotta pee. Nice. 80081ES. Hmm. <laughs> How about DDD <laughs> nuts? I like that. D's nuts. <laughs> oh, man. So we did this last year. It's about the same temperature. There's boobies spelled with Q's. Okay, cool. Sump pimp. Sump Milkers. Pimp. Milkers. Yeah. Oh, well. It's, you get what you pay for, which is nothing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That, that'd just be a good license plate. Oh, fucks. Yeah. Uh, Out of fucks. That's another good one. Mm. Bump Uggs. Nice. Slutty. Yep. All right. I'm done. I'm just done. Uh, Donger. Reading these stupid things. It's addictive, though. Flexing my donger license plate. <laughs> oh, man. Have we arrived? Is there anything else we have to do? I think we're we're approaching the end of this. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, there's a there's a few more. There's a few more. Uh, apparently, apparently we've been asked for some new potato news. OK, um, I have some. I could kick it till next week. But if you want, we could end the show with potato news. That's a well, Sir AJ wants potato news, so let's give him some potato news. All right, hit me with some potato news jingles. Oh yeah, that's right. We have a jingle for that too, don't we? Yeah, you're the. But we need a few good taters. It's potato news on rare encounters. Potatoes. All right, on potato news. Give you an idea how long it's been since we've talked about potatoes on this show. On potato news on rare encounter, I've been monitoring the situation, and. The situation includes monitoring the potatoes. The uh, the two stories I have are actually about potato surveillance systems that you can buy. Uh, I've seen them advertised on various potato news websites uh, that I that I closely monitor. Uh, the first one is um, called Voltus, and it's a company that does agricultural monitoring from basically satellite imagery, and they're doing difference images of fields and then trying to. Um, decide what the yield is or estimate what it would be based on just these difference images so they have a yield estimation model that they go through and they predict the potato yield um for these you know different fields take a couple pictures from different passes over it look at the difference and they adjust the model and according to their website uh which is i'll post it in the chat so everyone can see it they um actually doing pretty good. I mean, they have a predicted yield curve that's starting in uh, early 2020, or um, I guess that's mid-2022, and going on through October. So they go from uh, June to October. And they're basically nailing the curve every time. And so, okay, 
if you design the test yourself and uh, you use the algorithm, which you know is going to work on, you know, how you plant potatoes and everything in your environment, then of course it's going to match. The estimation is going to match what you, uh, what your model, uh, what actually happens. But I think the real test is you have to be able to do this in some other environment with someone else doing the planting and all that. Someone uninvolved with your, uh, with your training. But it's a cool concept. We've seen stuff like, um, I don't know if you remember, but we did a, a story from Jerusalem where I believe it was the University of Jerusalem was splicing um, uh, genes into potato plants that would make them um, fluoresce under um, certain conditions. I think it was when when um, a chemical was released inside the inside the plant. Uh, which is naturally occurring whenever the plant gets into stress or is low on water. And then they said, oh, well, you could fly a drone over with a camera uh, and, a, and a black light, and you could find out which plants are glowing, and that t correlates to which ones need to be watered or which ones might be being eaten by bugs. So potato potato surveillance has been a important part of the Potato News segment on Rare Encounter for a while. This one's a little less um, sci-fi. It's really just looks like it's taking pictures <laughs> and taking difference images uh, at different times. Um, the other potato news bit that I have, um, it's a company called Harvest Eye, which is a, they call it an insight tool. It was at the Potato Expo um, 2024, which, uh, or it will be there, it's up upcoming. And it has basically cameras that are watching the potatoes as they get harvested and keeping track of you know, uh, let me blow up this image so we can see what's actually on the, the scale, the size of the, uh, the size of the potatoes as they're going through. And it gives you like nice little displays. So I, I'll have some images in the show notes for that. Um, harvest eye. I'm, I'm looking for a link that I can drop in chat so people can take a peek. Maybe their website. Yeah, there you go. Harvest eye.com. We'll put that in. They have a YouTube video that I actually stole a, um, the screenshots from. But yeah, it tracks out basically what your um, what your harvester is picking up. It's recording it and then placing that because it knows where the harvester was when um, the harvesting took place. You know, it, it basically draws the map of where the big potatoes are. I suppose for next Let's year. Let's you know where to find big potato, huh? Yeah. Well, the thing is, it it tells you where you found big potato. It doesn't tell you where they are. It tells you where they were, as far as I can tell. Where they were. Yeah. So it, it harvests it and then it tracks what you're picking up and then puts it on a map so you can find the size of the potato um, at some coordinate in your field. But it's the one you already picked, though. I'm not sure what you do with that. Yeah, Actually, but it gives you an idea where you might find more then. Well, yeah, but you're harvesting the whole field anyway. So I don't know. I'm, I'm suddenly stuck trying to come up with what the value of this is, and I don't have a good explanation. But anyway, that's, uh, that's potato it's news for It's for data you. nerds, I bet. Sometimes potato news is, uh, is extremely practical, and sometimes it's just something that you, uh, sometimes you dream about. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. Are we all done? Right. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap things up. Oh, one last thing that I've, okay. been, I've been doing recently is I set up a virtual machine running dr dos and geos uh pc geos right because i mean i like nerding out with my retro computing anyway the geos source code has been available for 
several years now, and thanks to somebody else on Fediverse, I figured out how to get a pre-built version of the of this open source free Geos, and I've been I've been running it. We talked about Geos in the past, uh, episode seventy four. I'm just gonna throw these links into the chat for anybody else uh, who enjoys going back to like the early nineties on computer. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking at the pictures again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We... we There were some interesting pictures in episode 74. Do, 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 do. I'm going to see what, just out of curiosity. Um, what was counter 74, December 8th, 2021. Letting yeah. it snow. Sc scripted episode. What does that mean? We didn't script an episode. No, we never script episodes. We had, pota we had potato. Well, it says it in the we in had the notes. salmon. We had salmon sperm in that one. We had salmon sperm as plastic. We had potato news. PEI out. China in. U.S. chipping potatoes at trade show in Shanghai. Interesting. We had the equif. Yeah. Jeez. We had microwave reviews. <laughs> and we had penguin poop bombs the mystery of cold acid home supremacy how did this happen in the first place what can be done about it my plea to the world help the mystery of cold acid home supremacy what the fuck is that about i don't know it's not there in the it's not in there in the show notes i'm looking at it's in my show notes encounter 74 microwave paid review yeah this isn't the production show notes it's the uh Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's not the, the published one. It, it, it's the production notes, not the published notes. Back yeah. then, we had Hog Story 242 Just Rooms. <laughs> Behind the Scheme 74, Release the Interlocked. Bowl after Bowl 119, Take and Toss. Bowls with Buds tonight with Phone Boy. New Phone Boy. Yeah, that, slash... episode, that episode, we we were talking about salmon sperm, poop equations, and living the Amiga life. Angry Tech News had episode 13, which I... Man, that's a while ago. Which is his 14th episode, Stolen Onion. Oh, God. Wow, we have notes that go back that far. Who'd have thunk yeah, it? Yeah, of course we do. Actually, I think we have notes that go back to the beginning. We still regularly talked about anime back then. Oh, God. What a show that was. Glad we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I've got notes that go back to Encounter 1. I'm glad you do. Wow. Topics. Horrible subs, Doku, Hentai, Hex, Eros. It's only anime. <laughs> Yeah, our, we started off essentially just talking about anime in our first, like, first few episodes. Encounter 7, we talked about color calibration devices. Oh, no, this is awful. <laughs> Encounter 20, why were We've Canadians... We've never not been nerdy on this show. Why were Canadians warned not to let moose lick their cars? Mystery monolith in Utah single photo of adam wow he did some cool shit back then the pig couch the pig couch yeah we did the pig couch all right we got to get out of here i'm just wasting time now <laughs> we'll have to go through a listen through at some point oh god no i don't think i can stand it <laughs> all right well till next time i've been able kirby i've been cold acid all right stay fruity boys Adios. I had a good woman. But she lay down, honey, and died. Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down and died.
Looking the way my body tell me she wasn't satisfied. 